0: Hi, everybody. Do you wanna build a brand narrative and create an emotional connection with your target audience? If so, definitely stick around because my guest today will be sharing all about brand archetypes, which will help you to do just that. welcome back everybody to my channel if you're new here we love to talk with people all about in and around marketing and today i'm super super excited to be able to be chatting with amy zander of zedia media amy is a self-proclaimed marketing mobstress running a full service digital marketing agency that focuses on branding for really bold businesses. Using the brand archetype strategy, Zedia Media works with clients to build strong brands first and then amazing marketing second. Amy is the host of two podcasts, Brand Archetypes and Adventures in Business, and she recently published a book with co-author Kevin Scarit, I may have pronounced that wrong, help me out when I'm done, uh, titled Brand Archetypes for Your Business. Welcome, Amy. I'm sure I murdered that name. I'm so No, scared. thank
1: you so much for having me, Jen. This is so amazing. And it's Kevin Scarrett You were very close, and he wouldn't be offended. Scarrett, he wouldn't be offended. <laughs>
0: <Good>. So yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: good. <laughs> So
0: thank you. Well, we typically kick off each of our podcasts because I always think it's so fascinating to learn how someone got into the business they're in now. So please tell me about your business and how you got started. I am
1: happy to. So I have actually owned five businesses. I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I started in high school with a house cleaning business to uh, save up for college. And then in college, I uh, wrote papers and took tests and things for other students before. That was actually a thing you could just buy on the Internet. Uh, So excuse me. So I did that, and then um, my husband and I ran a hunting and fishing lodge up north. We tried to open a brewery in 2008, which didn't happen because of the timing. And then I owned a cafe and a um, coffee shop for a couple years in in the town I live in now. And that is kind of what brought me to ZD Media. So in all of these things I've ever done, I really loved the marketing, the networking, the talking about the business side of it, rather than like the nitty-gritty day-to-day work. And when I had my coffee shop, it was down the street from the local Chamber of Commerce. And Kevin Scarrett, who you mentioned earlier, would come in there. He was in the chamber and he's a marketing professional. He would come in there and get his coffee and we just would talk about marketing. And I always make this joke that I was really surprised he he kept coming into my coffee shop because every time I would see him, I would just be like, "Okay, I've got this idea and this idea. And I would just pick his brain. And he was so generous with his time. And then when I decided to sell my coffee shop, I just I had a spur of the moment opportunity somebody offered to buy it. And I was like, sure. And so he was like, well, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, well, I want to do what you do. I want to do marketing. And so he took me under his wing introduced me to my first few clients, got me started, introduced me to the whole concept of brand archetypes. And we have been partners on that ever since. And he's really was instrumental in helping me grow my business. But I definitely found my niche. I I mean, all those other endeavors I tried to do, uh, marketing was the thing I was the best at and have the most fun with.
0: Awesome. Uh, That is, that is, You know, it's really, it's starting to be a little bit of a habit where people start in other areas and do multiple businesses for guests that have been on my show. So that's quite interesting, (laughs) actually. Um, For anyone unfamiliar out there, tell us, explain to us what brand archetype is and how it works.
1: Sure. So first I'll start off by defining what an archetype is. And an archetype is something that is a universally understood concept is emotion-based and powerful. So what that means is that if I were to say to you, like, what does a mother mean to you, the concept of a mother, and you were to give me some adjectives, usually be like comforting, supportive, nurturing. If I were to ask anybody on the planet, anywhere in any country, that same question, they would all have the same sort of answers. So that's what an archetype is, because everybody understands it. So there are 12 main archetypes that have been defined over the years by people like Carl Jung and things like that, they didn't invent them. they just recognized that these exist and they put them into words and defined them. And so so that concept is not new. Archetypes have been with us since the beginning of time in all cultures on earth. However, to use them in marketing and business is a newer concept over the last 20 or so years. and there are big businesses that are already doing this. So I like to use the example of Nike. Because Nike is a universal company. They sell shoes and apparel to everybody on earth. And they never make a brand mistake, ever. And their archetype is the hero archetype. So everything they do in their marketing is fostering that feeling of heroism. Um, you know, just get off the couch, just do it. Nike, I mean, the the their logo is the swoosh, the wing of the wing god Nike. Yes. That's part of being a hero. And if you see their advertisements, it's like athletes that are sweating and working out and doing it and being the heroes in their own lives. They never talk about customer service. They don't talk about the quality of the stitching of their shoes. They're not going to throw a bunch of stats at you. It's all they ever do is talk about being this hero. They're singly focused on that concept. So if you adopt an archetype, one of these 12 that are the main archetypes, there's lots of other ones too. You don't have to go with just these 12, but if you adopt one of those, And focus your entire brand around that concept, then your brand is going to be powerful and um, consistent, which is hard. That's really hard for small businesses that consistency. Because what a lot of small businesses do that, you know, don't have a solid brand, or they think some people think their brand is their logo or their color or their tagline, and those are things that support your brand, but it's that emotional connection that you're making with your clients that is um, that a lot of people miss that, that that's actually what brand is. So like for Nike, it's that feeling like a hero. That's that emotion that they're going after in everything they do. So why I think it's really easy is that when you're a small business, you have to wear all these hats. You have to be your accountant and your marketing person and your salesperson and all those things. And, and marketing's hard. I mean, I I do it every day and it's it's hard. And so if you have a focus, if you're sitting down and you're like, okay, I got to create this blog post or I've got to do this Instagram post or this brochure or whatever, how am I going to do it? What tone am I going to use? What pictures am I going to use? And what happens is people do like a funny post here and then they'll have a brochure that's got lots of stats (laughs) and then they'll do like a video that's kind of serious and it's just like all over the place, right? Because we're just trying to figure it out because marketing's hard. And so what I help people do is figure out what their archetype is so that it's freeing. So once we're like, okay, I'm going to just stick with hero. I'm going to be the hero archetype. So that's the only message you're ever putting out there. And so you can get rid of all that other stuff. And some people feel like that's limiting, but it's actually freeing when you really understand the concept and embrace it because your message is always the same and you're very consistent. So,
0: that is, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Is, it would make- <laughs> It would make social media in particular really and and sending emails right group like to to all of your, your people so much easier, knowing exactly what your core is, and that is that you are so correct, and I have <laughs> never thought of it like yeah, that. and like I always
1: people say like well what's your you know, what's your goal with, with uh, brand archetypes? And I'm always like, well, world domination. Because I, I, feel <laughs> like, I feel like all small businesses, even though there's so many great examples of really big businesses with huge ad budgets and stuff like that, that are doing this, anybody can do this. And, and it just it makes a lot more sense. And it takes this giant job of marketing down to this one question. And we kind of joke on our team. But so, you know, if you're the hero, all you have to ask yourself is, is this hero enough? It's all you got to ask yourself with anything that you do, this blog post, this website, this whatever, is this hero enough? And the beauty of it is that because the archetypes are universally understood, we all already know what they are. So you can answer that. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. You don't have to be a marketing expert to even know that. You know, you can look at a website. You can look at two different websites and say, oh, this one is hero and this one is mother based on these things. And you will already know that just instinctively. So it, you don't have to relearn anything, really.
0: That is so, so good. Okay, so I like, have a billion yeah. Shoot. my head right now. So I took your, your quiz, which FYI, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but it is a gift that she's giving to us. Um, and I came out, according to it I took, as an explorer. So how would being an explorer archetype help with marketing my business like how would it help in maybe framing a social media post or something sure. like that.
1: Sure. So there are two sides to the to the Explorer archetype. And a lot of the archetypes have like sub-archetypes or a couple different sides to them. And if you go to brandarchetypes.com, there's a page on each of the 12 archetypes and it goes through all of that. But so for the Explorer, the two different sides are, one is the more obvious physical exploration of the world, right? So you're out there hiking, biking, camping. You know, if you think of things like um, the company Jeep, or Patagonia, or you know maybe like mountain bikes, Canon mountain bikes, something like that. Cannondale, I think they're called. Um, so there's that. But then the other side of it is exploring an idea or a concept or an experience because you deserve it. So that would be like Starbucks is the explorer archetype. First of all, think about their logo. It's like a mermaid. So that's kind of already like in the world. Mermaids are out, you know, exploring. Kind of take what what, what you will yeah. with that. But if you go to Starbucks, you're going there for an experience. You know you're going to spend three times the money that you would spend down the street at McDonald's for a cup of coffee. But you're going in there for the free Wi-Fi, the smells, the barista, all the choices, you know, the the brush metal countertops, like everything, Right. That's an explorer archetype. You 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 deserve that. You deserve that cup of coffee in that way, just exactly the way you like it. And you know you're going to pay a little bit more for it. And so that's so. Yeah. Crazy. Right. And so like the flip, that's the flip side of that would be like either like McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts. So like Dunkin' Donuts is the neighbor archetype. That's another archetype. So you're going to go through the drive through. I mean, I know they have like more coffee now, but typically they'd have like regular, decaf. Yeah. yeah. Coffee, get the your kids drink. got a paper yeah. hat on, you know, whatever. You're on your way. It's not an experience. It's just a cheap cup of coffee, but it's good, right? So that's like the neighbor. I'm not saying neighbors are cheap. That was just the comparison no, to the No, no, no. I yeah. totally got so, that. So <laughs> so yeah. So that in and so in your in your business for you, you know, you're you are providing an an experience like no other for what people want because they they deserve it like their photography deserves it, their special event deserves it, whatever you're doing and you're going to be probably, you know, not the cheapest, but not the, the not that's the most low. expensive necessarily, but you're you know you you've got the experience and you're providing, you know, basically, that's it.
0: It's funny because my I I have two businesses: a wedding photographer, a branded photographer, and my second business, which I started um, in 2018, is Pinterest marketing strategist business. And I'm doing pe- people's Pinterest. What I noticed going from one, because so with my photography, it is the full experience, like, like you just said, and then with my Pinterest, I have traveled through everything that anybody could do with Pinterest, and I am fully knowledgeable to make sure that you get that full experience in terms of your business with Pinterest marketing, right. right? So it's funny how, how I feel like it is the same for both my businesses. Yep. So that is, that is really, that is really interesting. What, what, how would you, um, how would you sort of deepen that for your business? How could I even go to the next level and dive in even deeper with that architect archetype? Is that making like a better and even better, like I'm constantly making my client experience better. And is that part of that archetype as well? Yeah.
1: The emotion that you're tapping into is they deserve it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so your wedding deserves this amazing photography package. You're worth it. You're exploring something and doing something in a new and a unique way because you worth you're it. Worth oh, it. So yeah. Good. You deserve it and and that and that's that emotional hook right and so everything you do not that you have to say you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it like everything you're doing but but get really creative in creating giving that that feeling of that yeah and you're going to experience something in a way that you've never experienced it before
0: so now I, and, you know, of course I did a deep dive in brand archetypes, which I know nothing about, but of course I did a deep dive in it. And I noticed that some people who are in it will tend to mix or blend archetypes. Is this something that you recommend? Why or why not? And, and what would that be? How would that look? Sure.
1: So I get asked that question a lot, especially when I'm going through the process of helping somebody discover their brand archetype. And a lot of times people be trying to like choose between a couple. And they're like, well, can it be two? (laughs) So the answer is like, no, but yeah. So, so it's, (laughs) it's.
0: Especially if they're neighbor archetypes, I would imagine. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a couple things to think of too. Like there's three kind of energy levels to archetypes. So there's the ones that have really high energy. So that would be your hero, your jester, um, your outlaw. They're a little bit like higher energy. Then there's like kind of the middle of the road ones, the neighbor, The the explorer, and then there's the ones at the bottom that don't have hardly any energy. You know, they're just real low energy, and so it'd be really hard to combine two of them that are like high and low. That would be hard, right? So we talk Mm -hmm. about energy level, and the other thing is, you can like combine two archetypes to create a new one, right? That that's always an that's always an option. So I had a client that was trying to trying to differentiate between the neighbor and the hero, right? That's actually very common, the, the hero and the neighbor. And she was a business coach for predominantly women, and she wanted women to feel like heroes in their lives, right? So she kind of took those two concepts, and she was like, why? I really just want people, all these women to feel like Wonder, Wonder Woman in their own life. And I was like, well, Wonder Woman is, is an archetype, you know? And so she kind of, she went with that, and so she blended it a little bit. So the other part is having a dominant archetype and a sub-archetype. And that happens a lot, too. And a lot of times, sometimes that might become the sub archetype might be the jester because people want to have a little humor in their marketing. So that's fairly easy to do if you're a funny person and you can keep that going. It's hard being the jester, like the jester as your main archetype is not it's not for everyone. Yeah. Kevin, my my um, co-partner in this, is Hundred all day long, the jester, k- king of bad dad jokes. Everything that comes out of his mouth is hilarious, and it is. Yeah, to me that is super exhausting. I can be funny sometimes, but not all the time. So, but what you don't want to do if you have a, a dominant and a sub archetype is, is ever flip flop them, right? Because then you're not consistent. Yeah. That, then you're
0: we're merging, your right?
1: Yeah, and and there's different ways to do that. There's some that are easier to do that with others. And if somebody, you know, if I'm working with a client and they're, you know trying to go between two we will have that conversation about the specific archetypes they're considering but i've seen it done really well in a lot of ways so yeah
0: so like um when i took the quiz so i was an explorer with 37 and a jester with 35 so they were like super close together Um, I didn't read the gesture cause I didn't want to go off on <laughs> a tangent and try to pick and right. choose, but I feel like Explorer really fits me. Should I, should, if we're taking this test, should we go and look at the gesture? I mean, obviously besides working with you <laughs> and having an expert explain <laughs> it and help you, um, would you read the gesture and then see if it's between the two or would, you know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that's
1: a really, that's a really good question. So the quiz is just supposed to be like a starting point a lot of times
0: okay yeah a
1: lot of times i'll have you know a conversation like you and i are having right now introducing the concept of the archetypes and then say okay hey go take this quiz and see what happens and usually you have the three or four ones at the top the numbers are very close together maybe even tied and then it kind of and and they're usually grouped by energy level too just because we are who we are and so that's usually just the starting point some people take it and they're like yep, that makes sense. That's me putting my flag in the sand. I'm an explorer or whatever, you know, and other people are like, oh, that's really interesting, but I'm not really sure. And so, you know, we'll start talking about other ones. So if I'm working with a solopreneur, usually what I do is I recommend that they have two or three other people in their life take the quiz also on their behalf like it could be a spouse a best oh for yeah me. like a that spouse a best friend a client uh you know whoever somebody who really knows a lot about your business and who can answer those questions thinking about your business because it's it, it's fun to get other people's opinions and also not work in a vacuum right because we, we, other people see our business as different than than we do too And so or if it's a business where there's a there's a group of people, say there's like the marketing team or the C-suite or whatever, I'll have them all first take the quiz separately and I'll put them in a document that compares them. And then the second step was what we call a brand discovery session. So it takes about 90 minutes. We can do it Zoom, in person, whatever. And it's this really, I like to call, magical brainstorming session where we go through different aspects of your business, like your culture, your clients, your industry, where you want to be in the future, just all kinds of things. We throw so many words up on the board and then we color code them and categorize them and move them around and do all these really cool things. And at the end, the archetype usually reveals itself. It's usually very obvious at that point. It's very exciting. It's very cool. Sometimes again it's it's still between a couple and we have that conversation. Um and then, you know, and then the group decides together, which is very cool. It's fun. It's a good um group uh team building experience, but it puts everybody on the same page, which is really good. And it fosters a lot of really cool discussions. So that is like my favorite thing to do in my business is those brand discovery sessions because there's so many cool aha moments. Plus, I love words, so I get to use lots of words. Um, And so that's really that's really exciting. So it just kind of depends on the person. I mean, some people are very good, very quick decision makers and they know and they're like, yep, that's my that's what I'm going to be. And then other most likely, though, people need that second step.
0: Well, I mean, you started off by saying for explorers that, you know, hiking and being outdoors and all that stuff and I'm like, well, that's right. not me. <laughs> that's my whole family, but not sure. me. I mean, I do it to be with them. But um but then when you flipped it and we're talking about the, you know, that client experience and and going to the ends of the earth for them, that kind of thing, I was like, oh, that is 100% me. So I can see where working with a brand archetype specialist would really help in this way and not just sort of pinpoint the words that were given to you in a quiz, but actually be able to fully understand what they are. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And then once you figure out your archetype, the second step, which kind of takes longer, it's usually like a three to six month process. Then what we do is we start going through everything that you have. Usually we start with your website and your social media channels and we're like, OK, is, back to that question. Is this Explorer enough? How can we make this more Explorer? And, you know, very rarely am I ever going to get anyone to like change the name of their business, right, because your business has been in existence. You have, you know, brand equity in that and all that kind of stuff. Um, I had a I had a client that they were financial advisors and their their name was three people's last names. It sounded like a law firm, right? Like Smith, Smith, and Smith. Yeah. And they they chose very bo- yeah, and bo- they chose the neighbor archetype. <laughs> archetype. And I'm like, well, your name's not very neighborly. Like it's not very friendly. Like it's kind of hard to remember and whatever. They're like, we're not changing our name. And I'm like, okay, cool. So let's create a really friendly tagline and let's do some other things that we can kind of you know bring it back into alignment. And then we went through. all all the content on their website. We friendlied it up, you know, neighbored it up and all that kind of stuff. And we, we tweaked their color palette just a little bit. And and now, you know, it's been about a year and things are really rolling with them. And and it's great because we have marketing meetings and there's like the one guy that's the accountant and he's like, but I don't know, is that on brand? And I'm like, yes, like he's always thinking about it even though he's the, that's so yeah. Weird.
0: And it's not the it's not the typical position right. that would think about that. So that's pretty funny. Yeah.
1: So it that's yeah it's great. exciting. And and we have um we have what we call word banks on our site. So if you adopt the explorer archetype, then we we have these like uh, pages and pages and pages of words and phrases and stuff that are all explore words that we've curated. To
0: use in yeah, and out just
1: of start all peppering your, your content. That's the easiest way to start. You know. You know, bringing it into alignment with your archetype is just start peppering your content with these words and start saying that. How can I say this a little bit more? Explore. How can I get that emotion that I'm trying to go th- go with a little bit more? You know, coming through a little bit more. And it doesn't happen overnight. And that's why we say it usually takes about a three to six month process. Because I don't for
0: sure. I don't. I don't want to. Oh, You're not going to spend 100 percent of your time updating right. everything. Yeah, and or, you got to work with yeah. clients and whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um but that's really cool. exciting. That's fun for me. And in it, and I just. It just gives people a lot of relief and a lot of sense of like p- purpose in their marketing. They have a, a focus and they can feel better about it.
0: And then would you would you use brand archetypes to sort of determine your ideal client and to help you in choosing kind of who you work with or who you work best with?
1: So that's a really good question. And I'm going to answer it first by answering a different question. It'll help, it'll help okay, lay the perfect. groundwork. So <laughs> so first off, a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, okay, I'm this kind of business in this kind of industry. What archetype should I be? They'll ask me. And again, my answer is I'm kind of a jerk. I'm not going to tell you what archetype you should be, right? But I will lead you through the process. And so the only advice I really ever give somebody is, some archetypes maybe they don't want to be. So there are certain industries that gravitate towards certain archetypes. So like the health industry, for example, gravitates towards the mother archetype a lot. Makes sense. Nurturing, caring, nurses, doctors, physical therapists, things like that you want to be taken care of. So if you were a new, say, physical therapy office moving into a town and you were starting your branding and you came to me, I would say, well, we're you can pick anything but the mother. Just don't pick the mother because everybody's the mother, right? You want to stand out. Be
0: something different. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, they
1: could still do it if they wanted to. Fine. But I mean, that would be the advice that I would give them. And that's a little bit counterintuitive to people who when they first start out, they're like, wow, but it just makes sense. So you do you don't pick your archetype based on your clients. You pick your archetype based on you and your business and your culture and your values and that emotional connection that you want to put forward. And you will attract the clients that are the best fit for you because they will be attracted by that message. So yeah, right. So yeah, so I mean, you can still go through those marketing exercises where you create the personas of your ideal clients and things like that, and, and that will that's still valid and that still works and that's still a great exercise. But it's like here's an example. So. Let's take two bicycle companies. One is the Explorer and one is the Mother. So the Mother Bicycle Company is going to use marketing like um, pictures of families going down a lane, making memories, having a picnic, little tassels and helmets, and they might have like a family rate or, um, you know, that kind of thing, or like, come get your bike fixed every month for free, you know, safety, safety, you know, and all that. And and that's great. And they're selling bikes. And then we have the, the Explorer bicycle over here, which is going to be like mountain biking and mud on your tires and exploring and the world the and, faster. yeah, GoPros right. and, like, all that kind of stuff. But they're selling the exact same thing. They're selling bikes. And so some people are going to go to the one where they want the family kind of experience, and other people are going to go to the one where they want the mud on the tires mountain biking experience. But they can get bikes at either shop. So it's just it, – your archetype is for – It's
0: which one they're drawn yeah.
1: to. And your archetype is for you. Right. It's for you and your business and that emotional connection. And remember, what's really hard, really hard to remember when you're first starting out is that not every client is for you, right? And you're not for every client. And that's okay. And so...
0: Yeah, you want to attract or repel. Right. That's really important. <laughs> right. Most people don't. I don't want to repel anybody. Yes, yes Right, right, do. right. <laughs> you don't want to work with everyone. There's people that you will not work well yeah, with. Period. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Very good very good um okay so now let me pick your brain a little bit outside of archetypes so um i normally ask all my guests besides marketing strategy academy podcast what are some of your favorite podcasts but since you do have podcasts um tell me about your podcast
1: okay so i have the brand archetype podcast that kevin and i have been doing for a couple years Um, truth be told, I'm going to be honest with everybody. We, it's more of a hobby. We are not like, um, we're a little bit loosey goosey with our schedule. We'll do like a whole bunch of awesome episodes in a row and then we'll take a few weeks off and then we'll have some more in a row. So if you follow it, please follow it. Just know that we're not super consistent, but we do put out really good info. We talk a lot about the archetypes, different archetypes. We also, um, talk about different rebrands that happen in the world. Like when Rite Aid went through a rebrand last year, we talked about how we thought about that. And if if it was good or bad. And then at the end, we have what we call a marketing mayhem spots where we basically make fun of a really, really bad ad. <laughs> so that's
0: yeah, fun. yeah. And that's
1: like, that's my TikTok channel too. That's all I do on my TikTok channel is make fun of stupid ads. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs>
0: I am totally going to go follow up <laughs> Yeah, <today. laughs> so it, that would
1: be Zedia Media. I do that on Zedia Media, yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's that one's really fun. And then the other podcast that I have is a little bit more localized to Lansing, Michigan, where I live. It's called Adventures in Business, and I have a co-host, uh, Lisa, that business coach i was actually mentioned earlier with the the superwoman and her and i are uh we interview business owners hustlers people in the grind um just about what they're doing we just give them 30 minutes to you know kind of tell everybody what they're doing and and what kind of business they want and just to promote themselves so that's really fun too yeah cool
0: i of course anything we talk about i'm gonna include it in show notes so for everyone listening you don't have to try to grab a piece of paper and pencil right now um (laughs) what are three things that have helped you grow your business these could be tools advice
1: what sure so uh people for sure like my knowing the right people networking in my team and reaching out to people that know more than i do when i don't know something for sure yeah um that's really helped me um having a business coach has really helped me um because being a business owner is hard and it's lonely and i don't
0: you're by yourself Yeah. yeah yeah
1: Um, So that's been, that's been really happy. And time blocking has been, that has saved my life.
0: (laughs) That is my favorite one. And I would be lost with, I could not run two businesses without it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Those are great, great, great pieces (laughs) of advice. Um, Okay. And last, Amy has brought us a gift today. She has a free questionnaire on her site to it's step one to discovering your brand archetype um it is great it's how i found out a bunch of the information uh, that for these questions that i was asking her today and i just really want to thank you so much for your valuable advice and your time today because time is money so we do appreciate you taking time out to visit with us and Give us your knowledge on brand archetypes. Uh, what is the best way to get into contact with you uh, in case anyone wants to take this conversation further? Sure.
1: You can go to brandarchetypes.com and get a hold of us that way. It's kind of weird. I have two websites. So there's that one and then there's zediamedia.com, which I know you said you put the, the links in the show notes. So I, either one of those or amy at zediamedia.com is my email And yeah, and I, I love and geek out on brand all the time. And I talk like when I say, call me, talk to me, get a hold of me, ask me your questions. Like, I mean it. I really mean it. Like I, I geek out on this stuff all the time. And when I say world domination, like I mean it, like I want, I want every business, yeah, to have the opportunity to make their marketing easier.
0: And that's me. I want every single business to be using Pinterest. Right. So I get your I get your world domination because it is in my nature. Yeah. Um, and then finally. Tell us a little bit about the different services that you offer so that if anyone listening today wants to contact you, they can to go ahead and, and take this. First. Sure.
1: Thank you. So we have the branding, what we've talked about, the whole brand archetypes helping you figure that out. And then we do small websites, logos. We're like a full service digital agency. We do social media marketing is a bulk of what we do for people. And then we also produce podcasts for several clients.
0: Very yeah. nice. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I always close every podcast. So if you've listened to this before, you can go ahead and skip to the end and listen to the next one. But I find it very, very important when you listen to a podcast, when you watch a YouTube video, when you're in a class of some sort learning something, make sure that you're writing down at least one thing that you're going to take action on because you can listen and get educated everywhere all the time. But if you're not actually putting it into practice, you are not going to be growing your business. So make sure that you do something good for your business today and at least check out Amy's brand archetype questionnaire, which will be in the show notes um, and any other thing that you've written down during this time. Thank you again. I really appreciate your time, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.